Feel it. This is good music. Feel good music. Radio 2000. You are puncture. All right, so it is 17 minutes to 5 o'clock on Radio 2000. And we are um, congratulating slam poet Tabiso Vili, who is the winner of the 2022 World Slam Poetry Competition. He was among 40 slam poets representing nations around the world. We have Tabiso on the line. But first, let's get a taste of the poem. We have come to this place to forget how to die. My kind lose sight of life even before they go blind. So we have come to take back their eyes, suck the cocoa butter from their skin so they can grow wrinkled, teach my people how to grow old. Dear God, let my people go. Put the ocean back together again. We will walk on water instead. Give that boy back his breath. His mother has been crying for three days. Jesus is not the only one that deserves resurrections. We have been in line for a miracle. Dear death, are you still cashing out saviors? Or does your second coming look like Red Sea wrists, like tipping chairs, like we have telescopes for chests? Look through the exit wound and you will see all that you owe us. It must be hard to remember your debts from up there. Our Father, who art in heaven, also doesn't answer calls from debt collectors. Can't clean up his mess. Whoop, that is the powerful poem that won him the big prize. Hello, Kabiso, how are you? Hi, Nati. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You need to first give us a bit of background on slam poetry and its origins, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So slam poetry is a competitive spoken word poetry arena that started back in, in the 80s officially, but obviously there's been a, such a huge spoken word culture in South Africa already since before that. And so in South Africa and even within the local poetry scene, there have been national competitions where poets compete against each other mm. uh, with these poems that they write and that they perform. And so this is also a movement that's happening across the world. So this was a snippet from the poem that you performed in Brussels, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So talk to us, talk to us about the subject matter of the poem. A, it is powerful. We were shaking in our boots here in studio. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, no, Forget How to Die was really a cathartic experience for me writing it because obviously during COVID lockdown, but also uh, being a marginalized person myself and also speaking for a lot of marginalized people, there's a lot of uh, killings of, of black people, of queer people, yeah. um, killings of women. And so this is really a call to arms to, to, to stop the killing, to stop the dying, uh, where we're really coming back and, and we're saying that enough is enough now and we've come here to to come back to life and to reclaim our 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 lives and our joy i mean first of all performing in brussels amongst the best of the best must have been something that was like um that blew your mind but did you expect to win the main prize um so so it was absolutely transformative being mm. amongst all of those poets and i walked in there not 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 expecting to win but rather expecting to share my story to the best of its capacity and ability um but also that being said i think a lot of uh south african poets can attest that we believe that we have some of the best poetry in the world mm. i mean poets from all across the world come to south africa the best of the best and always leave like changed and 
shaken. And so I was just really going to Brussels to represent that vibrant community. Hey, and you represented so well. How long does it last? How long does it take for, for the competition to take place? Do you just recite one poem and it's over? Is it over a period of time? How, like paint us a picture. Um, so it first starts with your own national slam. So yeah. there'll be a call out in South Africa it's by Poetry Africa. And so even this coming Saturday at Poetry Africa, they're having the, the, the finals of the national competition that's going to choose them the poet that's going to represent South Africa next year. And so there's already a year beforehand, uh, so various bouts and people competing to represent the country. And then once you represent the country, uh, you go now this uh, international slam, and it uh, happens over three days. And mm. so there are two semifinal rounds. And okay. so you, you're, you, you're, you perform the first semifinal, and then the best uh, 20 poets are taken from the two semifinal rounds together, and then you perform again. Uh, in, this, in this particular championship, you're performing the same poem both rounds. Um, because you've already, you know, gone through a tedious process within your nationals. So mm. we're really given the space to refine and craft your best poem. And you come and you arrive there and you perform it uh, both for the semis and then for the finals. Before then, they have an 80% uh, judge and jury vote where every single country gives points to the different poets. And then based on those points, you get the jury vote. And then everybody back at home uh, can vote. And that 20% uh, then also goes to selecting the audience. It's uh, quite an champion. intense process, right? It's not very simplistic. It's it's quite an intense process to get you to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean to be able because it's already poetry such a difficult thing to judge. Because yeah. what are you judging on? You're judging on people's emotions, on on you know they lived experiences. So it's, it's so difficult to judge, and so the process needs to be stringent and intense to make sure that you really are delivering the best of the best. At which point could you taste the victory, Tabis? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure you could feel it. Semi-final vibes, I'm sure you could feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me. I see it. No, I see the no. title. Like, I think I, I had already won by being from South Africa and representing. Mm. Um, I, I, had, I had won by the end of the semifinals when everybody came to me and said that they've never seen a performance like that or poetry done in that way. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then I think I thought I'd won when they announced my name and all 40 of the posts were congratulating me and saying I was so deserving. But it was coming back home this past, this past Saturday and having people welcome me and chanting wow, my name and, wow. and, and holding the title and, and being home and feeling what that meant, mm. uh, what that win meant, where I was like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe I've won now. Maybe I'm a winner. No, you definitely mm. are. You definitely are. I mean, representing us amongst poets around the world, that is a big deal. So are you mm. planning to use your title to grow your career and influence in the poetry space at all? So this is a very important question that really comes up as I'm chatting now um, with a lot of people here at Poetry Africa. It's like, what does actually this championship mean and what do I want it to mean? So I really, I really want to use it not to necessarily grow my own individual career, but I think growing the community also helps me grow my career. So yeah. I'm really involved in how do I use this title to create infrastructure, to create Spaces, to create stages, to uh, create mentorships, to yeah. uh, create partnerships uh, that can really last longer than this one individual year where I hold the title. 
Okay, so you're also featuring né, at the Poetry Festival currently ha- happening in Durban. Are you seeing, you know, any growth and expansion in the art form? What do you think the future holds for slam poetry? Mm. I, and so, so I want, I want when I say this, like it must be known that I'm not saying it from a point of ego, but like just from a point of seeing around the world, having seen the best of the best, I still think there are some best poets in the world, even international yeah, saying that. And so what I'm really seeing is not even a, a maintenance of like that quality, but also like reverence for the work and also reverence for improving that work. So there's a lot of people who are just working hard and hard and also in various spaces from film and to extended reality to galleries and, and theaters. And so like that's something that's that's really exciting for me. And I think that it's no longer a conversation of is poetry relevant because yeah. I think we can see in our zeitgeist, you can watch ads on TV and you'll see poetry. Last year at the, at the, at the Sona uh, speech, there was a poet who, who opened up for the president. So poetry already is in our very fabric. Uh, now it's just a matter of like if you haven't interacted with it, just find the closest space to interact with it and watch change your life. But I also love how you haven't almost like boxed yourself. You've released an album. You have a one-man show. Um, there's a poetry collection. You've co-authored a young adult uh, novella. I mean, you've you've achieved so much. Um, I mean, it's all it's all thanks to poetry. It's all thanks to the fact that, like, when I was a 12-year-old child, I, yeah. I spent most of my time in the library, and I heard somebody do a poem, and that that poem has helped me contextualize my life throughout these, you know, 18, 19 years of writing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, really being able to write all my thoughts out in this spoken word format has allowed me to really focus and define my goals and my vision. And I think my vision is still bigger than this World Poetry Championship. It's still yeah. bigger than, 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 than the books and, and the accolades. I think there's really like an intrinsic infrastructure um, for artists uh, that, that, that cares and looks after them that I'm trying to build. And so this is just like another step towards that, uh, towards reminding people the power of the power of art and the healing the healing component but also the transformative and activism and uh, the shifting and imaginative uh, power that it is i love it you spoke a little bit about mentorship earlier uh, and you, you you told us that you started poetry at what 12 years old was there mm. somebody in your life who mentored and, and and gave you a bit of guidance in terms of the creative process to help you to be the person that you are today Mm. I think I think when we talk about mentorship, we really look at it from a two-dimensional point. You know, we think that there must be someone who is all that more advanced than you, who takes you under their wing and guides you. Yeah. And though you know that might look like that for some, I think for me it's looked like the community that I've been I've been in. So okay. when you speak about mentorship, there's so many names that I have to mention who have been there at every point in my journey. Who have suggested, who had offered, who have, you know, said, yeah, maybe you're a bit too emotional there, pull back, or mm. maybe this poem needs a little bit refining. And so there's like, there's, there's, there's an entire community of people that have mentored me. And, and like, like I say, that's something that I want to tap into, and that's, some, that's a way that, in which I want to 
mentor as well to be able to 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 offer advice and help and 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 platforms where 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 they are necessary and for people to be able to access them when they need them at any point because all our journeys are so so intrinsically different yeah. and i think that we need to really create a space where we can we can always be able to be offered what we need at the time that we need it i love it love you so congratulations man hey from brussels to I don't know to 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 taking over the world. I mean, to this Mars, guy's, yeah. The universe. If they have a, a Martian slam, they must invite me. Like yeah. <laughs> beaming up, beaming up, Scotty. Right. <laughs> I love it. Congratulations, man. And I and I pray that you do give back as much as you are as well accomplished as you are. That you do remember to you know pass it on to the next generation mm. as well. Mm, of course, that's my main date. Thank you, you so s- much, Nati. Thank you, Klabi. So enjoy the rest of your Thursday. You too. Thank you. That's uh, Klabi Sovili. Uh, he's just won the 2022 World Slam Compet- Poetry Competition. And this is the poem that won him the big prize. We have come to this place to forget how to die. My kind lose sight of life even before they go blind. So we have come to take back their eyes, suck the cocoa butter from their skin so they can grow wrinkled, teach my people how to grow old. Dear God, let my people go. Put the ocean back together again. We will walk on water instead. Give that boy back his breath. His mother has been crying for three days. Jesus is not the only one that deserves resurrections. We have been in line for a miracle. Dear death, are you still cashing out saviors? Or does your second coming look like Red Sea wrists, like tipping chairs, like we have tele? scopes for chests. Look through the exit wound and you will see all that you owe us. It must be hard to remember your debts from up there. Our Father who art in heaven also doesn't answer calls from debt collectors. Can't clean up his mess. Deval, we've got you covered on 100.0 FM. Feel good music.